Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you had the time of your life. Welcome back to IO's Pod, PBE Pod, and I'm your host, IO Torrent, and, uh, you know, we're recording this, we're in the middle of championship week, so uh, probably just use this for championship week, um, and call it good, uh, so this is it, I have officially retired, IO Torrent, the Paul, the, the player, uh, and he is now, uh, officially over, uh, it's a kind of, uh, bittersweet in a sense, um, it's sad to officially retire him, and, you know, it was a lot, it, it was a long two years with him, and, and it's over, you know, and it's kind of, it's kind of sad a little bit here, you know, and so I'm here, I'm doing my podcast alone again, solo dolo, because, uh, you know, even though I'm still with Indianapolis, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, off in the gray area, in the ether a little bit, so I re-recreated season 33, so I will be, uh, start really earning, uh, here after this week, um, when season 32 officially starts, I will be a pitcher. Uh, the character that I have created for this go-around is Pax Torrent. Uh, short for Paxton Torrent, but we're just going to go ahead with Pax Torrent. And he is, uh, chronologically, the son, uh, at least in the world of the PvE and the... Uh, RPG world of the, uh, of the of the realm. He is the son to Io Torrent. Uh, he is uh, from Kansas City, Missouri, much like his father. Well, I say that. Uh, he's from Sarasota uh, because uh, he was you know, born uh, the first few years in Sarasota though, now that I'm thinking about it, doesn't mathematically make sense. Because <laughs> that would make him just 12 years old if he was born the first year that he was in Sarasota. So we'll just go ahead with Kansas City and then he grew up in Sarasota. Let's do that. So yeah, he uh, spent uh, his, you know, majority of his rearing years uh, you know, uh, in Sarasota. So um, (laughs) of course these are the things you think of as you're just driving home from work and you're thinking about your recreate. And he's a pitcher. It will be going into the season 32 uh, minor leagues draft. I've already been uh, contacted by a couple of uh, the minor league general managers. And I got to tell you, you know, that's where that kind of bittersweet part comes in. As it's exciting again. It's exciting. Uh, I think the drafts uh, between the minor league draft and the major league draft in simulation sports 
is probably the funnest times. Uh, obviously, winning championships is super fun too, but in playoffs and stuff like that. But it, you know, when you have all these general managers and these uh, the, these scouts reaching out, getting to know you, um, it's pretty exciting. And in this particular case, is it's even doubly exciting because I had one uh, general manager reach out who's only been in the league a few seasons himself and uh, had no idea I was a recreate, had no idea who I was. So that's so that's cool in that I get that kind of fresh start. I haven't been in the minor leagues for two seasons. Uh, IO, especially towards the regression um, time, wasn't a super well-known player, probably wasn't drafted in many fantasy leagues. And so, you know, probably don't know, you know, there are probably quite a few people who don't know who that who I am. And then I was drafted by another GM who has been in the league quite a bit, whom uh, I have already, uh, I, you know, somewhat of an extended relationship with, in a sense, as we know each other from around the league, you know, and he, and so that, that was a fun conversation, uh, just getting to talk to them um, about playing for their organization. I'm excited for the uh, more general managers in the minor leagues, especially since when I first joined, there wasn't nearly the amount of teams that they currently have. Uh, we didn't have the minor league expansion. So uh, there's a couple of organizations that are around that weren't around when I first started two years ago. So that's kind of cool to be able to, uh, to go there. And then, yeah, like I said, I'll be going in. I'm a left-handed junk baller um, and pitcher. Uh, you know, I'm definitely creating a player... As of now, obviously, I'm open to some changes if that were to arise. But, you know, I, after being in the league now for a couple of years, I wanted to really kind of optimize a pitcher a little bit. Uh, obviously, through my experience, I think the top two arch types uh, are flamethrower and junk baller. And just kind of going through uh, the last few seasons, you know, I'm looking to get those stats. I'm looking to get those strikeouts. So he, you know, really, the strikeouts kind of being a top pick in terms of number one category stat and so uh, I'm going to try to optimize and build this player this character to be a, a starting pitcher an ace for a team and uh, rack up them strikeouts and, and just kind of be an innings eater type pitcher so uh, that's pretty exciting and uh, really really excited to kind of see how Pax grows a little bit and uh, but you know it's kind of again an, an uncharted territory like you know for the last two years I've been doing all the PTs JPTs uh, the forum games the prime times and kind of after especially after retiring and not really needing it for IO since he's retiring I kind of you know you kind of don't you kind of can't do it anymore and then uh, this you know uh, playoff predictions you can't do and the season predictions you're not going to get so you know all you really had you know all you can really do is the uh, that intro PT and uh, just do your activity check and your weekly training until season 32 starts. So, you know, I kind of feel a little, um, I don't want to say bored, but just kind of like, I do, am I missing something? Am I, do I need to do more? So, you know, we're doing the podcast, but I have an article that is ready to go. Um, it's kind of going to be going about sort of the career of Io Torrent, talking about the character Io Torrent and his retirement, kind of a in-person retirement letter um, written by him, and then there's this another section that is uh, kind of written from the hand of the of me, the user behind, 
Ohio Torrent, kind of talking from that perspective. And, uh, you know, it's it's got a few thousand words to it, and it's ready to go. And I'm holding on to that until the end of the season. Also, might there might be a, uh, you know, media week or two times media that I'll pop it in and use. Maybe we'll see. Uh, Jay Cortese for this one. Jay Cortez. Cortese. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of rekindled a little bit uh, uh, to get started with this next player to join new locker rooms, get to know new players. Uh, it, it's just, it's weird. It's kind of hard to explain. You know, you, I've been doing this for a long time now. I would definitely say two years is, is a long time and uh, of my real life, of my uh, in real life, you know, I was two years younger when I started and I'm in a totally different place, both in my um, career and in my uh, life. Um, my sons, if you have, if you didn't know, I'm a father of some uh, three sons, and they're starting sports. And so, you know, uh, I'll be, you know, we got baseball practice tomorrow, and and you know, I'm just in a very different place. And so, it's kind of weird, you know, when I think about the league and have memories of of being in Kansas City two years ago creating the Kansas City hype videos. I actually went back and looked at the season 19 Kansas City Hepcat um, hype video. I, got, I was uh, picked up. I think I didn't even go through the draft. I think I went through the waivers and I was just picked up by Kansas City. So I didn't. Even, I never even experienced a minor league draft. And so I uh, went to Kansas City uh, through waivers, played with them for a few seasons. And I remember, you know, season 19, which doesn't seem like crazy long ago, but we're in season 32, you know, um, and so, it's just weird, it's just kind of got a weird feeling to it, you know, like, I am a huge, big person on nostalgia, I can sit and watch YouTube videos on things from the 90s and the early 2000s, even the late 80s. I'm um, not quite that old, but uh, I, te- I will spoiler. I technically was born. Well, I was. I was born in the '80s, but my memories mostly consist of the '90s and the early 2000s in terms of my youth. And uh, I go watch that stuff all day. You know, I was trying to watch videos on the old Discovery Zone, which was a kids' play place back in the day, much kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese, but it had a lot more of the uh, kind of playground, indoor playground type stuff, like the. Uh, you know, those tubes, you could, you know, when you're a little kid, you'd be crawling through the tubes that were all over, to, all the way up to the ceiling, and then the, the ball pits, and the swings, and you climb up these, these ropes, and, uh, I mean, I just, I, you know, very fond memories, um, a friend of mine and I were talking about, there's a place like that, and we have some casinos here in Kansas City, and there's, uh, there used to be this place in one of the casinos called Kids Quest, and it has, it's kind of similar, kind of the to Discovery Zone, um, where you had, you know, the tunnels and the tubes, you had the play pit. They also had these, like, rooms to play video games, and, like, back then, the video games you played were, like, uh, you know, PlayStation, or, uh, shit, they might even have, like, that might even been, uh, I want to say PlayStation, PlayStation, Sega Genesis, uh, video games, might even been a Dreamcast, um, and stuff like that, and speaking of, you know, I'm a huge video gamer, watching videos on Dreamcast, one of my favorite games of all times, 
is Shinmu for the Dreamcast. Uh, which, you know, Shinmu 3 that just came out here recently was an utter disappointment. It's very sad to my nostalgic brain, but you know, they say, you know, memories are best left in the past, but you know, when I walk into an old mall that's been around for since when I was a kid, and seeing the old colors of the 90s, the, the bright pastel colors of the 90s, the smell of an arcade, um, I, I love it. I'm a huge person on nostalgia, so looking back even just two years is an, a significant amount of time. But it brings back some nostalgia. So I kind of have that nostalgia kick again. Where I'm ready to get this player started. I'm ready to get into the minor leagues. I'm ready to try to you know start a new career. And um, dominate. Yeah, you know, I want to be good. I do these, I do these simula I do these sim leagues to be good. Even though the entire it's kind of a pay the pay to play type system, and that you have to write the you have to write the PTs to earn TPE. You, ha- you really need to make money in order to afford uh, equipment to, to get the TPE. It is a very much a pay-to-play system. You know, that being said, there's still a lot of luck involved when it comes to The Sims Gonna Sim, and IO Torrent, the character, was an absolute perfect example of a player who had all the max stats in the right places as a hitter and could not perform in The Sim. So I'm really hoping that uh, Pax, as a pitcher, can kind of have the opposite luck of uh, his father, Io, and actually have some sim luck on top of being somewhat close to a max earner and actually have, um, leave a mark. You know, be one of those, if I ever enter free agency, be that ace that can really change a team's chances if they were to pick up my player to like, you know, push for a championship. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to get going for the next season. I'm ready for the draft. I'm really, really excited and and looking forward to the draft to see where IO goes. Uh, if he's going to be a top pick, uh, if he's going to be a first round pick, um, if he's going to be a, you know, top five pick, you know, something like that. It's really, it's exciting. So, and then of course, Moving into the majors draft in season 33, really excited to see that. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and pause it really right here and 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 go into part two. All right, so we're moving into part two here, and uh, full disclosure, part two is being recorded um, a few days after part one. <laughs> I got really busy, didn't get a chance to. Uh, finish so I got a few extra days of uh, of you know stuff that sort of happened. Um, I've since posted a podcast questions um, and got a few questions uh, to answer from some of y'all. And you know, I, I kind of want to say there's a few folks that uh, again, you know. I'm doing the questionnaires, and I'll start there. So, you know, the minor league draft is uh, around the corner. I have had some few, um, uh, quite a few people reach out um, for scouting. Please don't mind the loud noises um, down in the uh, warehouse. 
so it's a little loud down here. <clears throat> but, uh, I've had quite a few people ask questions, and one of the questions uh, that seems to be interesting to me is sticking around. How long do you want to play in the minors? Uh, do you want to do you want to go back to Kansas City because that was my first minor leagues team? And <clears throat> you know the way I kind of feel about it is, and it kind of segues into another part of this, is that. Um, I I loved Kansas City. Enoch was there, and I've said that many a times that he was a big, huge part of why I even stuck around the PBE. Um, he's actually with the with the Voyagers now as the GM, but I do believe he still plays a role in Kansas City. Um, Kansas City still has some great GMs. Uh, Kansas City's been really good. They produced a lot of good players, and it's my hometown team. I love Kansas City. I live in Kansas City, and it's always cool to play for your hometown team. I mean, but that being said, here's the deal. I will go play anywhere. If any of the teams draft me, even if it's an expansion team, a new team, a team with a brand new general manager, it doesn't matter to me because I really enjoy the opportunities to meet new users and new organizations and get to know the culture. I could definitely tell you, having played in Sarasota, New Orleans, Buffalo, Boise, Indianapolis, Kansas City. Each locker room has a unique culture, and I and I really like that. Uh, I won't really go into it too much, um, but I think that that's really cool. You get to meet new people. So, you know, I went to New Orleans. I got to meet Philly Span and Eldorian. Those those uh, I've now played with Philly Span in the ISFL. We've done podcasts together. Um, he's one that has asked me some questions. Uh, I went to Buffalo, played with Nett, uh, as the general manager there, you know, got to meet him, and um, then played with him in the ISFL. And so, <clears throat> um, you know, and he, and he asked me a few questions, and Dogwood Maple asked a question. I played with him in Kansas City and the Apex. So, I mean, like, it, you know, it's really... It's really cool, you know. You, you get a chance to just to just meet everybody, and I think that's uh, really neat. Um, I enjoy uh, getting. I enjoy getting to uh, meet new people, create those those relationships, and. Uh, so no, I mean the, the the answer to the question is I would I'd love to play anywhere. And then it is a double edged sword. So when I do get to the majors, like with Sarasota, did I want to spend my entire my entire career in Sarasota? Yes. But the problem with that was that it was rebuilding. I was peaking. I kind of came a little bit behind the that first wave. And so as I was peaking, um, we had just we we shot our shot. We went to the playoffs tried to win a championship, and then we basically were just selling the farm, and I just, as a player, didn't really have time to for the rebuild. I was at literally one season prior to regression, as high as I'll go, and we were at the very, at the very, very bottom of the, or very, very start of the, of the just mass rebuild, 
So I decided to go free agency, kind of try to get that elusive championship, especially after I just had a taste of it. So I had the taste of that playoff run, beating New Orleans in the playoffs, who was the undisputed, just massive uh, favorite, and the excitement that that brought to the locker room and to the, the voice chat <clears throat> and everything else. So when the uh, so when a time when the opportunity arose to go to New Orleans, I kind of jumped on it, and then got to go to another playoff run. Had an exciting time, loved it. And then I kind of started going downhill. I got traded to Buffalo. I thought about staying in Buffalo. I wanted to think, give Buffalo an opportunity, but then as you know, I still I still as a regression player was still towards the top um, of a possible higher end free agent. And so I thought, well, I want to, I want to, I still, I still want that last chance in a championship. I was chasing the ring. I was chasing it. So Boise had just won. And I thought, well, I'll go to Boise. But then Boise hit their massive rebuild after they just won a championship. And then finally, my last year, I didn't, I just, I knew I was going to, or I didn't know I was going to retire. I thought I was, I didn't have a whole lot of offers. And Indy came in and, and honestly, it was just more of a personality match. With Pazuzu and uh, I knew some, I knew some of the folks in, the, in in there, and so I just kind of was looking for a home, and so that was sort of that journey. Now, I mean, could I have played and been and happy doing all twelve seasons in Sarasota? One hundred percent, I'd probably be number one in in, um, in most of their category, you know, power hitting categories, and so I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could have been it could have been great. Uh, but, you know, it is, and, and I enjoyed the journey. Like I said, I got to meet tons of people in New Orleans and Buffalo and Boise, Seattle, and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, I, uh, <clears throat> I, um, I, you know, I enjoyed it. I had a great time. So, I'm going to go ahead and get to some of these questions. Um, let me just... Go down here and find them all. <clears throat> Let's see here. All right, here we go. Um, so this is my iOS Pod retirement or iOS Pod retirement pod questions. Um, first one is from Shola, aka CC Bouchard, I believe, Kansas City Hepcat. <clears throat> Of all the seasons and all the teams that iOS played for, which one had you the most excited? Well, I probably got to say the uh, Sarasota year that we went to the playoffs. We were buying in. We were getting all these big name players: Tristan Lang, Hamas God, Ace Carter. Um, you know, and then all of the, the core guys were, were maxing, you know, Red Arrow, myself, um, Bogescu, um, Pork, and it just, it was, so at that point, you know, the core of us, um, the main core of the Sarasota team was peaking. We've been together for several seasons, uh, I think like five at that time. And we brought in all these big name players like Hummus, and like I said, Ace and Ace Cartridge and Lang, all these players into the locker room, injected this sort of veteran leadership, veteran 
personalities and the locker room was popping, popping. Tons of people participating. One of the most active locker rooms I think I've ever seen. And then we went to the playoffs. Um, we had to play New Orleans, who was just an absolute powerhouse at that time. And we were doing, uh, uh, during the playoffs, we were doing voice chat. We were hopping on voice chat. I remember Hummus and I watching some games on voice chat. And then we had a group of us, uh, Judy Panda. I totally forgot about that. Judy Panda, who was the general manager. Uh, uh, had he taken over? I think he had taken over by then. Might have still been Red Arrow and Lionel Ogescu. But Judy was in there, and everybody was just having a great old, great old time. And so, and then we, and we actually won. We beat New Orleans in the first round of that playoffs, which was a huge upset. Um, it was, they were close games. I remember being in that voice chat. And I mean, and it was like watching your actual hometown, like for me, Kansas City Royals, play in the playoffs. And haven't had recently, but I do remember uh, when it happened last, I think it was like 2016 or something, 2015 when we won the World Series. And that same kind of excitement and having that many people that were there with you, super excited. It was like being out at the bar, having a beer, watching your team play. So, you know, that one was pretty special. That one was a lot of fun. Um, so, to answer the question, CC or Shola, CC Bouchard, uh, that, that's probably that one. <clears throat> uh, question number two comes from John Wayne 12. <clears throat> I believe Derek Rogers from Boise. Isla Torrance as a Raptor, do you wish that you had more time in the uniform? Or do you feel you had a good tenure during your time there? No, I um, I wish I had more time in Boise. Boise was a ton of fun. Um, I It was that, that time that I was really starting to realize... Uh, Io's days were numbered. It was my worst statistical season of my entire career. And, you know, obviously I would have loved to have been a part of the Boise Championship run. And a little kind of inside bit. So, I was wanting to go to Boise uh, at the very beginning from Sarasota. Um, Reno had gone to Boise. He was a general manager for a limited, for a small time. And I reached out to Reno and I said, um, I'm entering free agency and, um, and, uh, you know, I'm looking for, uh, I really think Boise would be a really good landing spot. And I don't think, I think he wasn't a general manager at the time. I don't remember. Um, and it was all like, you know, it was right, it was right at the beginning of free agency. <clears throat> so no, no tampering. If you're thinking about that, and of course, this was several seasons ago anyway, but it wasn't a tampering situation. It was right when I decided, because I still was on the fence whether or not I was going to do it. Um, if I was going to stick around for the rebuild at Sarasota or sign another, you know, contract or move on. And this is before New Orleans popped into the picture and Boise was the, was the team. I was, I really thought that I was the team I wanted to go to. Um, I always liked Boise. I thought Boise was on the up and up, which of course they were, because they ended up winning a championship, I believe, like two or three seasons later after this. And um, it just didn't work out. Um, I don't really know what happened on their end. 
they never really reached out, offered. Um, and so it didn't really work out. So, I mean, to answer the question, yeah, I do wish I was in the uniform more. I kind of wish I would have been there for that championship. I kind of wish I would have had a better season. And then the other part, too, is that I was sort of on the downward slope. And I was starting the ISFL character, so I was focusing a lot on, on him and getting a lot of media done for them over at ISFL. And I had just quit PBE Rewind. And so I think the light was starting to dim around that time I signed in Boise. And, and it was just like I said, I was in a, it was disappointed. I, I, I was just finished, you know, that was two seasons before I retired. And, uh, I knew it was, I knew it was on the horizon and he just been somewhat of a statistical disappointment. And then to have the worst statistical season and, uh, you know, in the middle of that, of the Boise rebuild. So it, um, yeah, it, it was, I do wish I had more time be honest and that was that time in Boise was kind of unfortunate it was just honestly a I would I should have been more of a, uh, of a participant in the locker room I should have been you know uh, more engaged um, but it was just like I said it was just kind of one of those things so thank you for the question well uh, save a beer for me in that Boise locker room would you next one comes from Dogwood Maple uh, man old friend from Kansas City uh, play together in Indy. Uh, just an absolute sim legend. What's your favorite memory as an Apex, yeah, Indianapolis Apex? Um, for me, it was after leaving Boise and having the worst statistical season ever. After going into the free agency, not knowing what I was going to do, not knowing if I was going to retire, sign another contract. Thinking I was maybe going to go back to Sarasota to retire. Um, that sort of was the plan all along, which is just finish my last season in Sarasota in Pops Pazuzu. And we have just one of the best conversations, scouting, or uh, free, in, the, in the free agency when he was uh, we were talking about coming to Indy. And. Even though Indy wasn't necessary in the place, which obviously it turned out they weren't. They were finished second to last in the division to compete. I was just looking for a place where I felt I could just ride off into the sunset with a good group of folks. Good locker room. And I got that sense from Bazuzu, and it did not disappoint. I, again, I was kind of focusing on ISFL. I was thinking about uh, re recreating, and I didn't. And we, were, we weren't winning. I did have a good statistical season. Uh, finished strong, um, being the four hitter for Indy. Um, and there were a few nights uh, on the sim, uh, watching the sim, rooting for Indy that were a lot of fun. But for me, it was just it was the locker room. It was it was honestly just one of the best places you could have retired. Um, Indianapolis was super welcoming. It was active. It was fun. Um, I should have been more active, to be honest. Um, again, I just had a lot going on. I wanted to do some stuff for Indy. I wanted to put together a video. I wanted to put together uh, an Indianapolis Tonight baseball show. I had all these plans, and it just didn't, didn't work out. But you guys really kind of stuck with me. You guys were, um, in a sense, probably the best place that I could have retired at um, as an organization. And the kind of funny part about it, too, is that being in Sarasota for so long, Indy was, our, was a huge... <laughs> 
rival. It was, you know, in a sense, it was almost like Royal St. Louis. Uh, St. Uh, Royals and Cardinals cross-state rivals. And you can't, you can't be a Royals fan and be a St. Louis fan. It's not allowed. And being in Sarasota, it was hard. Like Indy, I just remember all those seasons of us, us and Indy just beating the crap out of each other. Because Indy, uh, being an expansion around that time, <clears throat> got good really fast. And I believe it was at Indianapolis, and who was the other, uh, was it Maui? Or whatever they were before Maui? I believe were the two expansion teams. And I, I remember in the PBE Rewind saying that I thought the Apex was the, the team that was built, was being built better. That was going to be built, be, be better, um, faster. And they were. Um, that, that Champions East division, uh, was brutal. Indianapolis, Detroit, Nashville, Sarasota. Um, just absolutely, absolutely brutal. Uh, there for a while, and it was a lot of fun. And so going to Indy and finishing my career and what is considered my rival was also kind of just a unique cherry on top, you know, enemies for 12 or 11 seasons. And then the team that I felt since I could, since Sarasota didn't, didn't offer and, and didn't, uh, didn't, uh, offer to bring me back for my final year, <clears throat> um, was the, the team there, uh, with their arms open, ready to send me off into the sunset on my horse. And so, uh, I loved my time in Indy. Indy, um, was probably just the best place that I could have gone to retire. And, and really it was that, it was just that, you know, there really isn't a favorite memory. I guess if I had to pick a specific one, it was, you know, the, you know, sitting and watching the sim dogwoods dealing i'm hitting really well it was one of those sim days where i was just on it and everybody was kind of on the chat having a great time and it was like just kind of like the old sarasota days you know when everybody was almost seemed to be in the locker room during the sim days during the the games chatting and so but yeah um and then of course the, the whole recruitment process with indy so thank you for the question dogwood um, another one we got is from Matt B- Matt Bait Twelve. I love these. I love this question. Um, PBE Rewind was some of the greatest media the PBE had to offer. So I have a few questions on those pieces. How was it working with Cowboy? Now, if you're listening and you don't know who Cowboy is, you you, you missed out. What an absolute legend, in a sense. I mean. <laughs> In a bad sense, and uh, I could do a whole podcast on Cowboy. Um, I knew Cowboy from the MLR. We played in Boston together in the MLR, and I loved Cowboy over there for the same reasons why I ended up. We ended up having to kick him off in a way. He was an absolute wild card. You just didn't know what this guy was going to do, and I think that was part of his shtick. Because I, you know, I played with him for a year in Boston, and he and he was he, he was crazy, but he was like he wasn't like over the top, like he wasn't trying to ruffle feathers. I mean, he was, but in a good sense. Um, it's it's hard to explain. He just had a wild personality. He didn't know what he was gonna do. He wrote up some of the best pieces, um, you know, 
he he went in the my one of my favorite memories is he went in the in the free agency and in, uh, in the MLR and then he ended up coming back to Boston and he literally wrote this piece about how like he just entered free agency so that all the teams that came and recruited him because he was a pretty darn good pitcher uh, relief pitcher he was our closer <clears throat> all these teams came to recruit him he just wanted to tell them all the fuck off and give him the middle finger he's going back to Boston <laughs> and it, I mean just the gall and it was just perfect for our team we were just a bunch of shit talkers between him and Hayloic. Um it was great so then when he comes he came to the PBE he kind of brought that same energy and he even wrote like his character Cowboy that Cowboy is a character that he plays that you know, who he, it wasn't who he was in real life. You know, in real life he was actually a pretty mellow dude. But he created his simulation league or his online persona as Cowboy as this just wild card. And he was. And so he came on and I had him do a, I don't know, it kind of, the whole idea came to me. Uh, you guys remember the Family Guy episode, like, uh, what you know, what grinds, when uh, Peter Griffin did the, grind my gear segment on the news is like you know what really grinds my gears and he was just talking about crazy shit like that was cowboy segment it was cowboys cor- cowboys corner or cowboys i'll have to go back and look at the segment but we just basically gave him like two or three minutes to just like talk crazy shit and he did he did not disappoint i mean he i remember he in the draft the whole part of it actually oh that's what happened so he, he in the draft of the pbe they had the online the youtube or they had the, the stream and they brought Cowboy on. And he just was like, all you teams that didn't draft me, like, oh, you're, you know, just went crazy on all the, you know, the teams that didn't, you know, what you want to hear a professional athlete, tr- like, what they're truly feeling, you know, like, all those teams that, that didn't take me in the first round or whatever, you're going to pay, um, you're going to regret it, all this stuff, just this crazy shit. And so we brought him on to PBE and gave him kind of his own segment. And he was great. I mean, like, <laughs> so we're running the PBE. Uh, the way it kind of worked was that, you know, the main writers would sit down and basically outline the show. We would say, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about standings. We're going to talk about, you know, news and notes, um, top plays of the week. We're going to do all this stuff, right? And then uh, and then we'd be like, all right, Cowboy, you got, you got, you got five minutes. Do, do whatever you want. And so everybody would kind of go off and write and do their own thing. They'd record their own segments. They'd send me their segments. I would then edit it all into the video. Um, I would add the graphics. Um, so most most people would add would uh, send me their graphics that they wanted to use, and then we just kind of put it all together. Well, then Cowboy just he'd send me his audio, and I'd listen to it. And and I, I mean, there was a few of them where I was like, I might have to let Hamas have a listen and see what he thinks. And because uh, it was just so spicy, but man, that's what you wanted—that you wanted that that drama. People, you know, people say that the drama in these similes are are kind of you know silly, but I mean, it, 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 people hop on and read the, the forums to see the drama. And he was he was playing a character who created drama, who talked shit, and was just crazy. And people loved it. People. For those few few episodes that he was a part of, literally that was their favorite part. I would I remember scouring Discord and be like, "Oh, that cowboy is my best part of the whole show because he was just 
it was just so crazy and and funny. I I mean, like I said, I I remember having a debate. You know, people were getting upset about what he was saying because he was calling out teams. You know, which to me, I get it. No one wants to be called out on their team, but man, like in my as a player, as an actual person who played sports and college football. If a player on another rival team talked shit, we just put that on the bulletin bar and be like, yeah, let's go shut this dude's mouth. You know? Use it as that bulletin board material. And so, like, nobody... People were getting upset about it. And I get it. I understand that. But, I mean, at the same time, I'm like, it's a character. (laughs) It's meant to be... It's meant to be spicy. It's meant to be crazy. Um, you know, I know some of it's not nice, and no one liked to be... Because I remember... I think the one that really got people going was that he called a particular... One of the teams, like, the Weeb team. And he kept kind of, like, talking crap about the Weeb team. <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm a Weeb. I think 90% of the leagues are Weebs. Who give, I mean, and so to me, I was just like, hey, he's just being... He's just talking shit. Yeah, it's just funny to me. Well... We got some kickback, and um, he ended up getting censored. And then he and then he went on in the forums, and kind of went on a, a pretty inappropriate tangent because there's always a line, like you know, comedy, right? You have these comedy people; they tell their jokes, and some of it's kind of messed up. But there is a line, and where that line is is somewhat, you know, vague. But there's there are clear lines. And he, he crossed he crossed the line. Um, he then doubled down on crossing the line. And that kind of just uh, <clears throat> was the end of Cowboy. And I haven't really seen him since, I don't think. I don't know if he's still in the PBE or anywhere else or if he got banned. I really don't know. But, I mean, I can, I can tell you personally, I disagreed with some of the stuff he wrote in the forums, 100%. I, de- I was a, f- a defender of him for, at the beginning because uh, you know I, I you know it was free speech you know he was just being silly he didn't and in the segments he didn't say anything like so bad um, that I that if you would have said to, about me I would have been like oh I'm so offended I but I'm hard to offend you know I'm, I'm very hard to offend especially in a fake digital simulation world <laughs> I mean you go play Call of Duty you're gonna hear a thousand times worse things, <clears throat> and so, you know, it was it was a, a very crazy part. Um, it was fun to have been been a part, and then, of course, I was in the management chat and just watching those management chats go crazy. <sighs> it was it was a it, it was a trip. I mean, so it's a great question. I, I maybe I, I would love to see a documentary on Cowboy. That would be one of the greatest things ever. Uh, what do you think? Was your favorite moment that you reported on, or your favorite segment? Ah, oh, easy. So we had an off-season show, and I, I think I just liked it because it just reminded me so much of like ESPN, where we, I you know basically pegged all the um, <clears throat> uh, free agents, all the top free agents, and like we thought we you know guess where they were going to go, predicted who was going to go where. Hey, like I remember Cato Walker. Um, top tier, and I remember even the graphics were super cool. We did the, we'd do this like bulletin board, be like and list all the thir- top thirty free agents, you know, where they might go and how they would affect an organization. So the off season show was always my favorite. It was the hardest, it was the longest because there was so much to cover between like 
going over the championship and the recap of the championship and then talking about free agency and retirements and the draft. And that whole part was just, I mean, that was like always like a 30 to 40 minute show, those off season shows. But that, uh, <clears throat> that was probably my favorite. It was, uh, they were a lot of fun. What would be your headline segment if you were to make a current PBE? Oof, 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 oof. That is a darn good question. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it'd probably be easy just to say Io Torrent retires after 12 seasons. Headline. Be kind of uh, grandstanding a little bit. Io Torrent retires after 12 seasons. A Sarasota legend. Um, probably not, though. <laughs> you know, that is a really good question. I do think... Honestly, it probably would be, though, something about the Season 19 players. Uh, season 19 was the the season they changed um, a lot of stuff, including, like, your um, regression year. So Season 19 you created, you got drafted that season by a majors team. Like, right now, I'm creating now, and I'm not going to get drafted for another season. I, got a whole, I get a whole extra season, basically, free season, to level up, <clears throat> so to speak. And everybody after us in season 19 has had that, had that. Well, season 19 didn't have that. So through the entire um, career span of the season 19s, we had this like extra TPE that we'd get to kind of make up for that lost season of TPE. We kind of got it over the course of our careers. You know, we didn't get it in like a lump sum. So I'd probably talk about that. It might be my, my headline, talk about kind of the, since all, a lot of the season 19s are retiring or have retired in the last few years. And of course, it does coincide with IO, but um, there just aren't too many season 19s left um, now. And I'd probably kind of go over that, just kind of the changes of the, that the PBE has gone through over the last two years and, and talk about that huge change um, after season 19. Because I, I kind of didn't understand it for a while. I thought I had a whole extra year before regression, because as it was, you know, written, you'd regressed after, you know, in 10 seasons, and then they moved it to nine, <clears throat> and, uh, so, and just maybe even kind of, like, look at how, the, how that affected, like, how the season 19s were collectively as they peaked, and then how, you know, players now that are top burners, how they peak, and kind of how that compares, maybe something like that, that could be it, you know, something to consider. Um, as a headline, I guess it would be too easy to just talk about the champions. Uh, so, but, you know, maybe that'd be it. So, I accidentally clicked out of the questions. Let me get back to the questions. <laughs> um, thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that question, Mr. Make 12 Great questions. Love the PPE questions. PPE one was fucking great. Last uh, group of questions from my boy Philly's fan. Philly fan 96 He asks, With Thio, you got to play for over a quarter of all PBE teams. Not going to ask your favorite, as they're all very loaded and delicate questions. Um, but did you enjoy playing for so many teams and or is there a part of you that wished you could have stayed with one team your whole career? What are some of your favorite memories for each stop in your career? How do you feel 
about IO's career? What are some of your favorite memories of IO? And is there anything you wish happened differently? Man, it's <laughs> a few questions there. So let's kind of unpack it and uh, go one by one. Um, did I enjoy playing for so many teams? Or is there a part of me that wish I would have stayed with uh, one, which would have been Sarasota, and my team that drafted me? Um, I answered this a little bit earlier. Uh, I loved it. I wouldn't have gotten to meet Philly's fan. I wouldn't have gotten to meet Nett. I wouldn't have gotten to meet Derek Rogers. I wouldn't have gotten to meet um, Pazuzu and all these other great GMs had I not, had I just stayed with Sarasota. Sarasota was great. Um, treated me really well. It was a great time. Some of my best memories, obviously the most season spent in, the, in that locker room by far. It was part of the war room. Part of the podcast that we had there. But as the timing went, like I said, they, they rebuilt. Everybody left. Red Arrow retired. Lionel, but I guess he left. Pork Corkleton left PBE. Um, Hummus recreated. Tristan Lang recreated. Ace Carter left. Shoe Boy, or uh, Shoe, uh, left. Uh, it was basically there, just me and Panda left in that locker room. And I love Panda. Panda um, is a good GM. I rooted for Sarasota my entire time. I think Sarasota gets a bad rap. I never quite enjoyed the fact that Sarasota got shit on because they changed their name. They rebranded. How many rebrands have we had now in PBE? You know, Maui changed, uh, Firehawks, all these expansion teams. Like, there's been a ton of re- the Flamingos, tons of rebrands, right? But Sarasota seems to just get shit on because everyone loved the Florida Space Rangers, which, sure, that was they were cool. But when the new regime took over to rebuild them, Florida never won anything. You know, the Space Rangers, not to my, that I can remember. And there was just always just kind of like this animosity towards them. And then when Panda was struggling because um, he was left with a team that had went all in, chips, all in. Every single draft pick they had, they spent on big name players to win a championship and it didn't pan out. Had that panned out and they won a championship, <clears throat> we probably wouldn't be talking about it as much as we are now in that, you know, it took it's taken him, let's see, seven, eight seasons and they're still at the bottom of the barrel because he had so much to climb out of. And then, you know, they had no, no first rounds for forever, um, so no collateral to trade with, couldn't get anybody to sign there. And then the few, when he did get a few first pit round picks, they, they didn't pan out. And so it was just a perfect storm of, of just tough breaks that Sir, it had nothing to do with Sarasota. And I root for them. And I remember there's some media pieces about shitting on Sarasota. <clears throat> and so that part of me kind of wishes I would have stayed to help with that rebuild. Just because I don't like seeing all the negativity. Um, and then, of course, Io would have, even though he had a disappointing statistical career, would have at least been a top maybe a Ring of Honor Hall of Famer for Sarasota. Because he left as the fourth best home run hitter on the team. Or in the history. So, but no, I mean, like, I I enjoyed, I loved going to New Orleans, Buffalo, Boise, Andy. Really enjoyed it. Really did. Um, 
It got me an opportunity to meet everybody. It got me an opportunity to get some exposure for people to get to know me, get to know what I do. So, no, I really, I don't regret, I don't regret the decision. Um, what are some of your favorite memories for each stop in your career? Uh, I paid on this a little bit. Um, New Orleans, uh, that free agency period was uh, super stressful. I was leaving the only team I knew. I had never been in free agency in any simulation sport before prior to that. MLR, um, MLN, ISFL, um, PB. Didn't know what to expect. Felt bad I was leaving Sarasota. Felt bad I was leaving Panda. Back in Sarasota. Very crappy time. Well, then Phillies fan and Eldorian come in and just pff, knock it out of the park. Couldn't I, I? It left such a mark on me. I know exactly where I was and what I was doing when they reached out to recruit me to, to New Orleans. And New Orleans being like this almost kind of legendary status at the time. They were they made so many playoffs. They were just producing the most best the best players. Best power hitters were coming from New Orleans. <clears throat> and they wanted Io. They wanted Io to come and, and be be a big part of that lineup. And they made you made me feel extremely welcomed. I went into the locker room with all those just awesome players and we went to that plate we went to the playoffs that that season. Dominated was probably the best team. I think we know we were. We were the best team in the PBE with the record, everything. Number one overall seed going to the playoffs. I totally thought it was going to be the championship run that I've been craving. And it was just an absolute blast that season. So fun. Being part of and contributing to one of probably the best teams in in the history of PBE. Um, we won a ton of games. And uh, it's like being part of the... Bronx Bombers for a while, for a season. Going, putting on the pinstripes and playing in Yankee Stadium. I got to put on the Rougarou uniform and play in New Orleans and for one of the best teams. I remember putting together... I was also doing my Halloween stuff during that time. <clears throat> so, awesome. And then I went to... They came to me and asked me about the trade. I agreed to it. Got to go to Buffalo. And with Buffalo... When Buffalo came about, Buffalo and Seattle, two expansion, two recent expansion teams, Buffalo was the team that I was most intrigued by. I thought Buffalo had cool branding. Um, I liked the surge. I didn't know any much about him other than that. And I went there, and it was a much younger locker room in, in both um, PB experience and and age. Um, younger younger guys, and but man, they they were a lot of fun. That that place was popping. You know, um, they had the selfie channel, much like Sarasota had a selfie channel where there was stuff going on in there all the time. <clears throat> One of the other few locker rooms I've actually shown my face. <laughs> um, and I just remember that I, I had, I thought Buffalo had a few seasons to go, but was eventually going to be just very dominant. <clears throat> they were in the right direction. And that was a lot of fun in Buffalo. I thought about going back to Buffalo, resigning with Buffalo, but I just didn't think they were quite ready and at that time, I wanted one more championship run. So then in comes Boise. And I really wanted to win a championship. Not a lot of seasons left, and I wanted that championship. So Boise just won a championship. Or uh, maybe they were, I don't know if they won, but they won. I think they did win. And they were recruiting me. And it was a pretty easy decision. Um, that was also the off season where I had my 
negative experience with free agency. We've already I've already done a podcast on that. And Boise was sort of the saving grace to that whole situation. And uh, favorite memory in Boise was just the uh, the drinks channel. They had the bar, and uh, you know, almost kind of like it was almost like getting home from work, walking into your tavern, and go downstairs and grab a beer, and walk, and I'd go check out the tavern channel. So that was a ton of fun. And then uh, Indy, you know, I touched on that. Um, end of the year, thought I was going back to Sarasota to wrap it up. It didn't work out. Pazuzu stood there, open arms, ready to send me on my way, even though they knew I was re- retiring, wanted me to retire there. And any organization that knows that the player is like about to retire, that still wants them to come and retire there, it's pretty cool. It's really cool. And so, some really good memories in, in Indy. And uh, it was honestly the best place to play, could have went and retired. How do you feel about Iowa's career? Mm. It's a sore subject. I didn't understand the concept of equipment for like three or four seasons. So I wasn't a max earner, but I was a top earner. I'd probably say a tier two earner. Definitely probably a tier two earner. I was always in the top, I think, 20 in my class. And uh, so I earned pretty well. And then, yeah, as a hitter, I, I had all the hitting stats maxed as a DH. So I was a tier two earner, all in hitting. <laughs> should have been, it should have been a lot better. And the sim did not treat me well. Best statistical season was my season two, my sophomore season. My true rookie season. I was kind of called up a little early, a season early. I didn't play much in my first season. But that second season, first year season as a starter... Man, I thought I was going to have the best career ever. Fantastic stats. Went on absolute fucking tear. And then kind of had a great season in New Orleans. Was the last great season I had. This tie for first or second most best statistical year. And then obviously two seasons later had the worst season of my career. And uh, overall, you know, it was a disappointment. One all-star game. Two playoff appearances, no awards. Um, so I owe, and it was even hurt by just negative sim luck too. Not only you know did he not produce, or he didn't produce based on his TPE, he didn't produce based on the sims gonna sim. So overall, relatively disappointing, and I have a lot higher hopes for Pax. I'll tell you that as a pitcher. Hence, one of the reasons why I wanted to go into as a pitcher. Give that a shot. Because I'll tell you, if I if the sim Zimla continues with packs, oof, well, that might that might be it for me. Four years, two bad characters. <laughs> so, and I'm definitely not missing any TPE this time around. So I'll definitely be a max earner with him. So we'll, hopefully he, he works out a lot better. What are some of your favorite memories of IO? And is there anything you wish happened differently? Um, PBE rewind. Was, was probably one of my best um, playoffs. Obviously, I wish we would have won <laughs> championship in those two playoff runs. We had two really good teams. The Sarasota team definitely wasn't the best team. They were the underdog team, but they beat the best team and then lost in the next round. New Orleans was the best team and got knocked out in four games in the first round. Definitely wish those went differently. <laughs> so, um, 
no, I, I loved my time in all my teams. Um, yeah, I wish I could have had better luck on the actual sim, but the actual like behind the scenes stuff, the locker rooms was just was just great. I really enjoyed it. So, but I think that's about it for the questions. Thank you, Phillies fan. I'm getting close to um, wrapping this pot up. Um, this will be the last. I'm sure everyone's sick of IO now. I did the retirement letter. I've talked about him retiring the last couple of podcasts. Um, everybody that's reached out, thank you. You know, it's it. Why is it sad? You know, why is it sad to retire a player? It's my first player. It's my first simulation player. And I'm like genuinely kind of like, man, this is somewhat depressing. You know, I'm going to miss this fucking guy. And even though he didn't cut it on the field. You know, he uses my name. He, he you know, I'm IO. And then he was IO. And now I'm using PAX. And then I'm still keep catching myself typing in IO. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's it's bittersweet. Like it's I'm I'm genuinely upset about a fake player. A fake simulation player. But you know that's how these how these things go. And I think it just it reminds me a lot of all the things in my life where I had my final thing. So like high school football. Wait, there's a picture of uh, all of us seniors walking off together. The last time I walked off a high school football field. And then there was the last time I walked off a college football field. And as a person of nostalgia, loving nostalgia, loving reliving the past, um, those are some of the more somber memories that I have. So he here, you know, I'm putting Isle on the shelf and uh, won't ever. I mean, I could do an IO Torrent Jr. one day as a hitter, but it'll never be this guy, my first player. I remember in the in the forums creating him. So anyway, that's enough sappy shit. Let's uh, let's wrap this up. It's been a great career. Thank you for everybody for your questions. Thank you for listening. Um, I'll still be around. I'm gonna do some stuff with Pax, and it's time to move on. Time to move on with old picture picture Pax Pax. Torrent, junk ball pitcher, looking to be drafted. Looking to be drafted by you minor league teams, and then obviously next season by you majors teams. Well, anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for being bored by my voice. Thank you for listening to my stories. Y'all have been a blast. I will definitely have more guests on as I move forward. I know people enjoy those more than just listening to one idiot talk the entire time. But... Uh, if you want to be on, reach out. Thanks again. This has been IO Torrent logging off. Tattoos and memories and deaths getting on trial. For what it's worth, it was worth all the while. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you had the time of your life.